Blog Talk Radio. This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The Gigi Vance and Sugar Dom can't quit, what? Now pop the cork and see the Vega and get lit, what? 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 Introducing some of the dark walk through my hazard with levitation from defense, drenching defense, and these seven show bolting with rugas, flash vines, bella fonte digger, let's get forward this first as we confiscate your figures. Chattanooga Brown, levitating, jiki and dashikis, the la hada car, 54, chasing diamond runners, headed ice band, the big killer diamond, convention, Harlem Buck strut, freezing world heights, Hollywood, Madam Butterfly, let me in your house, the pleasure, from the knuckle swatch, shadow boxes, catching black eye blue. I play the thief, what? Since it's out the Monty Garvey screaming Chiba Fulfilling pleasures in my castle Blow the smoke out The Goss of Vegas substitutes When the Dutch is gone The low don't stop Give me shouts It's the season Sartayas Two players for swerving the corners We madness to moolah Living with Charlie's angels on us No smiling with sliding That gets you caught up in the octa Or dead if we're moving It's just like that as we proceed Saturday night says You better take it Love you You're a happy time Happy MLK Day. All that good, wonderful stuff. Coming off of a great, wonderful sports weekend. And the NFC, well, I'm sorry, the NFL championship games, all that good stuff. But before going about that, Scott Burks, the hostess with the Moses, coming at you with the Clown Hour. I'm the creator of the sports blog, The Clown Times. You can find me on the web at www.theclowntimes.net. That's Clown Store K, by the way. You can also find me on Facebook, chilling, Ellen, after the pool, all that good stuff. Uh, just do a search for the Clown Times on Facebook. In that Facebook window in the upper left-hand corner, you'll be able to find me there. Uh, as I said before, epic sports weekend with the uh, NFL Conference Championship Games as well as um, the College Football Playoff Championship game. Which is early, which is, uh, it was, I think it was Monday last week. But at any rate, we're going to break all those down. We're going to first start, of course, with the most recent, with the NFL championship weekend, followed by the college football playoff championships. Uh, so to break that down, we have the two brothers in crime of mine, uh, Chris Dupay. Um, y'all know him as the, uh, as the cab, for the former Cowboy apologist as well as uh, a long-suffering Bears fan who's probably not happy about John Fox coaching his team now. But that's another story <laughs> day. And, and last but not least, my man, y'all know him from the yard slash HBCU Sports, Dwayne Nash, Redskins fan, and hate life right now like me. I'm a Steelers fan, so we all hate life. So, Bears, welcome. What's going on? Hey. Nothing much, brother. And, Scott, I, I, I never really did get a chance to tell you, but I, I think I should right now. I am also okay. one fourth. I am also one fourth of Sleazy Sports. You can find us on Blog Talk Radio uh, live All Tuesday right. nights at nine p.m. All right, Sleazy Sports is that right? Yes, it is. It's spelled S L Z E Sports. And and I hopefully will look forward to working with you along with Sleazy Sports in the near future. I will most definitely talk to you a little bit later about that. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Do that, do that. That's all good, man. It's all about getting the love and the, and the sport out. Okay. Now that that's been established, uh, <laughs> like I said before, it was like a lot of football this past weekend and early in the week. Uh, it was a college football playoff national championship. We'll get to that in a moment. But 
let's go with something that's fresh off our memories, the NFL Conference Championship games. Let's start with the well, – well, actually, we, uh, we can go one of two ways. The, whether it's an epic playoff game or the epic choke job in a playoff game, if you're a Packers <laughs> fan, um, which I tend to lean towards a lot, but I'll get to that in a minute. I know that Seattle, you know, on, technically they won the game. I understand that they are the defending champs. They, they, they didn't quit. They played with Harvard champion. I mean, Russell Wilson had the worst game of his life, seemed like, and, you know, got four, 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 four interceptions. Um, and they still, he still manned up, netted up, and led the team to a win. That, that, that 35 yard touchdown pass in overtime was a thing of beauty, by the way. There. Oh, yeah, bro. However, uh, of course, Stephen A. Smith, as always, it should have never been to that point. What I'm trying to get at is this. If you're the Green Bay, and, if, and I was very, very disappointed in, in one Mike McCarthy, the head coach, he's normally more aggressive than what, we, than what I saw Sunday, in that he, was, he had a fourth and one right, right at the goal line. You mm-hmm. punch that shit in, man. You don't kick a field goal when you're on the road and the decided underdog at that once a took the Super Bowl at stake. You go for it. You don't settle for three points. That's like what a coach would call a minus four. Because, you know, if you take away seven points, or I mean actually like three points field goal from a seven point touchdown, that's four points you you just left out on the field. And I thought that the two opportunities, the two opportunities where the Packers had from point blank range from the end zone, they decided to kick field goals. And I never understood that. I still don't understand that. And the score was 16 to nothing. It should have been a whole hell of a lot worse than that. It should have been a curb stop is what I'm trying to get at. Seattle had yeah. no business, had no damn business, <laughs> being having a chance to win that game because they played horribly in the first half and part of the second half, too. The Packers had a game in control, but they just chose it away. I mean, you know, again, we I mean we, 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 I mean, we could go on that poor young brother, Bostic, who botched that, uh, that outside kick, which come to find out later, had no damn, damn business touching it. Should have been, should have just got the hell out of the way and let, um, was it Jordy Nelson, Nelson behind him? Yeah. He had to shot at yeah. it. He was, he's on the hand-hand team for a reason. Get out of the way. But I also think that he only had one job. If you're going to catch the ball, catch the ball. Don't let it glance off your face now. But, you know, I know he's in, I know he's in, uh, winning protection program, but uh, I mean, I'm done right on it. So let me just get you guys thoughts on that because I, I, I don't want to hurt a brother's feelings. I don't want to uh, break Packers fans' hearts even more. I ache for them, but eh, not really. But anyway, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the Packers game? Did the Packers choke it away or did Seattle nut up and win? Um, it's a little both, actually, in my personal opinion. Can you guys uh, still okay. hear me? Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. It, to me, it's a little bit of both. Um, it, it's it's a combination of, of Seattle coming back because they did score two touchdowns in two minutes uh, along with the uh, touchdown in overtime. And there's also a little bit of discount double choke, if you will. That's that's what I've <laughs> put up and been tossed around a little bit. <laughs> you know, sometimes right. I wish I I was that creative with the, with the linguistics. But as much as a lot of people would like to point the finger at Bostic, and, of course, he wasn't supposed to go ahead and put a hat on a hat on that onside right. kick. Scott, I do agree with you 
there were two situations in, in those in those in two out of the first three drives when they're inside and they're in the red zone. And they right. set up for field goals in, 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 in both situations. But right. oddly enough, even at the time, you would still kind of consider that to be a win for the Packers. Because, you know, they're, they're on the road. They're in Seattle. You don't right. um, expect a lot of teams to come in and score points. As a matter of fact, I, I, I kind of tweeted this out on Sunday that their last four games, last five games, They've given up. The defense has given up a total of eight points on average in those five games, mm. and, and Green Bay comes away with sixteen in the first quarter. So, in, in, right. in essence, they they were doing what they should have done. But I, I, I kind of agree with you. I looked at those those drives and, and realized that you're right. McCarthy didn't attack as much. He ran the ball. Uh, well, he 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 passed his way in, into the five, and then decided to give it to Eddie Lacy to try to pound it in, and it didn't work on both occasions, which I was a little shocked by. Um, mm-hmm. Also, if you, you're talking about the, the, the miscommunication with, with, with Cobb when he throws the interception, and then, of course, the interception thrown in the end zone to Richard Sherman, but even still, with all of that done, they're still up late in the fourth quarter, and they give right. up two, uh, two touchdowns. And, yeah. and then they 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 played extremely well. They they played to stop the run in overtime, um, which I mean I, I guess you would expect Seattle to do, but especially right. with with Russell Wilson playing as poorly as he did the entire game and giving up four. It was horrendous. Was yeah, horrendous. you know I I guess I would play with the 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 run too, but to have no safety beat in those last two uh, pass plays in the overtime was mind-boggling to me, especially in a situation where all you have to do is just score a touchdown and do it quickly. And that's something that they were doing relatively well late in the fourth quarter, was driving down right. field quickly and scoring a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he, I mean and, and Chris, I'll turn it over to you in a minute, bro, but um, you know what just Chris, crept into my mind, what as you just said at the way, it's like, okay, after that interception, that 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 uh, his that, uh, Russell was his fourth in the session when they were down nineteen seven late in the uh-huh. fourth quarter. I think, well, actually now I don't think I know that that kid. If you look at it from a different angle, remember when uh, Jewish River told him to sit his ass down and take a knee? Yes, instead of like yes, and try to. If you if you were to look at it, and I'm glad you called it too, Dwayne. He had he could have taken it to the house. There was no one exactly. in front of him. He was no one from on the sidelines. It was perfect. But Julius Peppers, I mean, I understand him thinking that they're going to take his run out the clock. But, again, you're on the road. You are a decided underdog with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line. You got the dead to right. You pretty much have to step on that throat and choke them out. And if, 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 and if that kid... Had I just taken it, I mean, he would have. It would have been a touchdown. It would have been a pick six, easily. Yeah. Easily, there was no one in front of him. Easily. Anyway, anyway, I, I, I'm sorry. Anyway, Chris, get in this, man. You know, <laughs> I, I had to think about that. Um, well, you talking about that? I had to think about that play for a minute. I was like, um, which play yeah. are you talking about? But then I remember when he he squatted on the ball. 
Uh-huh. Um, yes, that was that, he, that was like that play. That was that play. If you were to look at the replay or see it from different angles, there was uh-huh. no one in front of that brother between him and Enzo. Absolutely no one. That should have been a yeah, pick I, six. Easy. I have an issue with uh, just watching the having watched that particular game, and okay. um, I will give credit to the Seahawks not quitting. Okay, yeah. and that that's a testament sure. to the coaching staff that right, you know, right. when any other team would have folded when they were trailing by that much, they kept fighting. But at the same time, you know there were a whole lot of glaring issues with the Packers with the way the Packers played. You know, in hindsight, it's easy to see now. I mean, I don't really blame. Um, that that kid that the ball bounced off his head because how many times did bounce bounce off of people's heads that day anyway? Even though yeah, it was sure. dry when it bounced off his head, and it was wet when it bounced off everybody else's face mask. I'm not gonna blame him <laughs> for that one. But mm-hmm. the thing is, um, let's, I mean, overtime when you know that they have to score a touchdown, you know that's what they're gonna try to do. And there's no, I mean, they played that they ran that play twice. And to see that there was no safety help, I'm like, what were they thinking? Yeah, <laughs> no right. one over the top, not double teaming the receivers. What are you thinking? You know, because the thing is, if you have trust in your offense, all you need to do is get them off the field. Okay, right. which mm-hmm. means let them dink and dunk it, dink and dunk it. Let them kick a field goal, but you still got Aaron Rodgers who's been pretty playing pretty good. I won't right. dwell on that. <laughs> um, also, with the you know, I agree with the interception. You know, you don't squat. You know, you 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 and a fourth and one, you go for it. You know, because the thing yeah. is, you may not play next week. You know, mm-hmm. playing next week. Right is the thing is, I wonder if the Packers got too cocky. I wonder if they, in their mind, thought, "Oh, we got this." I think. I wonder if they got complacent when they were up. You know, nineteen to seven. Oh, we got this. This is an easy game. No harm. Mm-hmm. No, we. I mean, even if even if the fans were leaving, you know, so maybe yeah. they were thinking, "Oh yeah, we got them." No problem. Then there's no way they can catch up. And let's give some credit to um, Marshawn Lynch, who sat back, and when it was time for him to play, he played. All right? I mean, mm-hmm. and one of the plays that sticks out was that first down he got. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't him. It was his whole offensive line that pushed him to make sure he got, <laughs> right. you know, eight <laughs> yards off of that carry. So um, I'm not sure what's going to happen in two weeks. And, oh, what about this one? Richard Sherman is hurt, and it's obvious that he's hurt. How many times yes. did Aaron Rodgers throw on his side after yes, it was obvious that, that he was hurt? Okay, because I sat out. there watching. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to light him up. The ball still never came to his side. You know, so I'm like, what's going on here? Because I thought for That's sure, crazy. hey, if the, if the dude is injured, they're going to throw at him. That never happened. Mm-hmm. Did I miss something? Right. Now, no, I, didn't. Now, the, the, the <laughs> I thought they scored that last touchdown too soon. I think what? Well, how much time was left? A minute and a half. Um, yeah. When Marshawn Lynch scored that when they scored that last touchdown, and the it left them a little bit too much room, you know. Yeah. But all in all, I thought they played a pretty good game. And you know, it's easy for us to sit back now and and pick at the Packers, and I'm loving it because you know, being from Chicago. Right. All the other you love this shit. This is, I loved it. I was loving it. <laughs> oh God. Well, hey, if I have one more thing, one more thing, I, I, I just talked in my head as well about that interception, that late interception, the um, window of nineteen seven. Remember the, the the subsequent play call after the interception when Green Bay had the ball. All they had to do get a first down. All they had to do was to get a first down, lead clock. 
And you have, well, Green Bay has, to me, the best pass in the game right now in Aaron Rodgers. Hubble or not. That place where it falls. Run, run, and run. Three straight running plays. Mm-hmm. You got Aaron Rodgers. I don't care if he was on one ankle. He was still having a decent game. You let him, you, you put the ball in his hands. Again, you just need to get one first down with Aaron Rodgers. One yeah. first down. All he need was one first down. Again, that's Mike McCarthy. If anything, he's lost the game for anybody. He's the, he's the main corporate. He was so damn conservative. That's not like Mike McCarthy. And the thing is, why I mean, would he do that when this is the this could potentially be your last game of the season? You know, yeah. why don't you go for it? Yeah. You know what? He, he, was, really, uh, he, he had to have been coaching uh, scared. You, you're, once again, you're in a situation, and you're in the mythical uh, home of the Seattle Seahawks where no one goes in and dominates. And they did exactly what they needed to do in order to walk away with a win. They controlled the clock. Right. You know, they they, they were up. And, you know, you, you, at this point, I think they were just trying to just get out of there and and leave with just a win. When, was, when they had situations to go in and, like you will always so eloquently say, curb stop the Seahawks. It's not a long distance. <laughs> My theory is, if it ain't illegal, do it. And, right. And the worst they could do is just talk about you. Oh, my God, the Green Bay Packers, they did what they could, and they, they ran up the score against the Seahawks. So what? You're going on to, to, to play for a championship. <laughs> you did what you needed to do. Yeah. But, yeah, right. he, he, they played extremely conservative in that fourth quarter, and I was extremely shocked by it. Right. Yeah, I was too. Right. I mean, I thought for sure that you know, with the experience that they had on that side of the ball, on that in the, on that team, that they would have gone ahead and taken care of business. I thought the game was over because yeah. like, oh, the Packers are never going to relent. This they're never going to relent. This they got them right where they want them to. Oh, in the third quarter they got them. I thought that the Packers had the game, so I was kind of shocked. Yeah, I mean, you know, my that's, theory that's, was that's too bad. Yeah, yeah, my thought was. The, the one thing that Seattle did not want to have happen was happening. They were down double digits at home in the, in the fourth quarter, and they needed mm-hmm. their quarterback who was struggling, who had already thrown two picks, to, to potentially use his arm to win the game against the 10th best receiving, uh, not receiving, but the 10th the best passing defense in the league. Green Bay right. basically had him dead to rights, and and mm-hmm. and. Couldn't put it away. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. But at least that was a game, which leads us to the second championship game, which is horrendous. It was just, it was, it was one of those, it was one of those, those ultimate Debbie Downers of all of all time. I mean, it's one thing. I mean, for Denver to blow that game against the Colts last week, I and mean, even though the Colts did play well. And, you know, being that the NFL playoffs is, not, is a game of matchups, or games of matchups, and I figured that there was no way in hell that Indianapolis would go into New England win, even though I thought that they would give, at least give them a game. They didn't bother to go off the plane, man. It was 45-7. Um, Tom Brady, unfortunately, has what, what, what is it, has he tied the most win, postseason wins in NFL history for a quarterback, some shit like that I read. 
and <laughs> they, they get the chance to play in the eighth Super Bowl. I'm not happy about it as well. They have a chance to win the fifth Super Bowl title, which I, I'm not too happy. No, fourth Super Bowl title, which I'm yeah. not happy about as well. Um, yeah. And that's the whole thing about this. <laughs> it's been a sad week for you in two weeks, man. It's been freaking horrendous. I mean, oh, and the thing I pulled for the Baltimore Ravens to beat down the Patriots, and they did me wrong like that. But anyway, that's another for another for another day, but I don't want to call suicide. Now, did anyone do we do what? Well, at least at least Dallas. Now, Dallas was in the Super Bowl with the Patriots. I would like look put me on suicide watch. I hope that uh, I, 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 I would have hoped that the whole stadium would have imploded on itself, shut down both teams, shut down fan bases of both teams, and and, and split up Roger Goodell at the same time. I, I would have hoped for that. I would hope for that, but what? thankfully there is a God, there's a football well, God, yep. who didn't care you know for that matchup. Scott, I would have been the same way. I think I would have made the Washington Post a crazy man goes on a crazy <laughs> spree in, on D.C. Metro blaming Dallas <laughs> Cowboys in Super Bowl for his reasoning of his outburst, you know. But I, I told Cowboy fans I would stop talking uh, bad about their team until August, so I, I, I'll let that oh. be my last month. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I would have done? See, I'm not being serious with this. Now, I would have skipped any Super Bowl party. Not only would I not have watched the game, I would have pulled out uh, 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 um, Bravo TV on demand and watched the, the, the Real Housewives series. I would have done that. Oh. I would have done down my brain. I would have killed all my brain cells because I figured I had no will of living if that matchup would have taken place. So you I would have lived in the state of denial in a vegetative state for at least eight hours. <laughs> and that's saying a lot because this year isn't that good. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. This season of Atlanta's Housewives, uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta is not that good. Yeah, you really been oh. making a very interesting decision there. Well, now that I made this Ricardo was saying of introducing the real house tanks of Atlanta and do this conversation. Let's get back on course. Um, <laughs> um, so, did anyone give a damn enough to comment about yesterday's Patriots coach violation, if you will? Because I don't. But maybe, no. Dwayne, do you have something to add? No. I don't, actually, because I just heard someone <laughs> say something, uh, the exact same thing a couple of weeks ago for another game where they talked about, you know, sometimes uh, uh, teams will deflate balls, especially – what was the last rain game? Was it uh, Seattle-Carolina or was it Carolina-Arizona? <clears throat> because well, I know I heard it recently. Okay. And, and, and they talked about it during a, a bad weather game where okay. teams have uh, purposely – let a little air out of the ball so that their QBs oh. can have a better grip and control of the ball. So this is not okay. something that only New England does. It's known league-wide that teams do it. And, and right. for the league exactly. to say, you know, for the, for the league to say that they're going to go ahead and raise the balls, you know, I, I had some great science teachers in, in, in my time, and maybe <laughs> I wasn't the best student, but uh, it was the ball still way the same. Even mm-hmm. with or without air in it, because air doesn't have any weight to it. 
Well, I'll say this. That's just, you know. Well, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I agree. It's, 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 it's bullshit. It's a waste of time. of everybody's time. I, I agree yeah. that 1,000%. I mean, if you go back to the I know you guys are both football fans and real huge fans of the NFL films. Go back to where the Steelers played the Raiders in the 19, was it, 76 uh, 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 AFC Championship game. Um, yeah. Where they played in Pittsburgh, and if they played on a frozen field, remember Oakland mm-hmm. in those days not only was good for a change, but they had a high scoring offense. <laughs> they loved yeah. the gold beat with uh, Ken Stable and company. Um, Al Davis hates the Steelers through his grave. And the um, reason is that because apparently, as Urban Legend would have it, the talk was off the Three Rivers Stadium the old Steelers Stadium field and allowed the rain and the freezing rain to sit and freeze. So the next day when, you know, they, you know, right before the game, they put the tarp out to make it seem like the tarp was out. But Al Davis swore up and, up and down that there's no way that this ice, that, that this field would be frozen ice if there was a tarp on the field because he felt that it slowed his team down, which it did. It's still yeah. they're winning sixteen to ten in a turnover field game. So it's it happens. What I'm trying to say is it happens. Every team has done something like this. It's just happened. It's 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 called call it like um call it gamesmanship, call it whatever you want. And so even as much well, as Well let me ask this question. Um yes, don't the uh the Colts use the same balls? No. Yep. On offense you switch balls. Oh, okay. okay. See, I didn't know that, but yeah. but they still lost forty five to seven. It didn't make a damn exactly. difference. They just got the asses kicked. So. Yeah. <laughs> my whole thing is, I'm more surprised that you, Mister Belichick, is, is is just letting this go. I'm I'm surprised. You know what? As much as I hate the Patriots <laughs> and Belichick and company, it, it is what it is. Every team does this. Every team does this. I mean, even I have to be honest with myself. Well, how say, come the coach didn't do it then? How come the because they suck? <laughs> I mean, because you think about it, if, if 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 this is an old trick, and everyone uh-huh. in the NFL works for all the other teams because they just they move from team to team, if right. the Patriots knew to do this, shouldn't somebody who was either an advisor to or on the Colt staff know that they could do the same trick? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but here's the thing: Indianapolis they didn't want to play. Yeah, in yesterday's game, you could tell. I mean, you lose 45 to 70 with a shot within the game where you have a shot to go to the Super Bowl. They have no business there. They didn't want to be there. They didn't want to be playing on that cold rain or snow yeah. or whatever it was. I guess it was rain. They, they they didn't want to be there. They didn't want to be there, and they quit early in the first half. So, they have it. They didn't want to be there. They embarrassed yeah, themselves. Yeah, they, they didn't show up. I mean, it's like, it's, it's odd that, that, that the – let me see. I'm trying to remember. There was another playoff team that didn't show up this season. It's kind of okay. like, you know, you sit and you wonder. Arizona. Okay, thank you. I knew there was one. But it's like, why bother showing up if you're not going to play? I mean, it's like, you know, you can't say, I'm not motivated to play. Well, This is the right. whole reason why you play the regular season is to get here, is to get yeah, to the tournament. Right. So why not play when you get there? And, I mean, the way the Colts look – I mean, they didn't look like they showed up. I mean, it's like you know. I I, I remember last week when the um uh the the um the Broncos lost. 
At least it looked like mm-hmm. they were trying. Okay? Yeah, I didn't yeah. see any. I mean, this. I fell asleep on this game. I changed the channel. I watched I the arc. I wanted it to be over. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, this, it was horrible. I thought it was. I mean, with the fact that football season is winding up, winding down, and I mm-hmm. look forward to it for so long during the the year when it's not in season, when they're not playing the games. For this to be the second to last game, because I don't count the Pro Bowl, I was yeah, really disappointed. Right. Really disappointed, you know. I was, you know, when it was time to turn the TV off and, and, and listen to Michael Irvin and, and, and Deion Sanders talk, I just wasn't interested in this game. It was just a letdown. And the thing is, I'm not really sure how, um, I'm not really sure how to look at the Super Bowl coming up. So let's talk about that instead of talking about the Patriots game. That was disgusting. <laughs> right. That was disgusting. But and, you, and you know what, what did my brother I, I, say? My brother said about Madden football. He says, you know, let me throw four interceptions and win an NFC championship game. It won't happen. So I just thought about that because he mentioned that because my brothers play Madden all the time. They're like, yeah, you can't do four interceptions and win a game. But I mm-hmm. digress. You just can't do it before you could get away with that. Nah. But you know what? I will say this. I did go in, into that game actually thinking, even though we did talk about this last week, I, I did think yeah. that the Colts were coming to the game and actually steal this game. It seemed like one of those situations to me, oddly enough, it, it, it reminded me of Indianapolis's road to the Super Bowl uh, when they went and beat the Bears. Sorry, Chris. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they had one of the worst run defenses in the league. And, and, and they were stopping yeah. people from running the ball. And, and and the way that the Indianapolis Colts secondary, with the D.C. connection, as I like to call them, with Vontae Davis, uh, Greg Toller, LeVon Landry, the way that they were playing the pass, I thought that they would have the ability to go in New England and potentially slow down, if not stop Tom Brady. And the way that right. New England had been running the ball within the past couple of weeks, basically not at all, Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought they were going and beating New England, but surprise, surprise, as Deion Sanders always says, nobody wanted to hit that blunt. And, and Belichick ran the ball 40 times and, and surprised the world yeah. and, and, uh, uh, and, and put up 45 on them. You know what? As a Steelers fan, it made me so sick to see Blunt do so well. Exactly. I thought that. I was thinking so that. I was, I was watching that. <laughs> It made me so sick because he did he, he performed decent at the beginning of the season. Then his yeah. production started to tail off because Le'Veon Bell is every, is every down back. Yeah. And then when um, when he when when Blood didn't want to report and, and show and and, 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 and go into the uh, Titans game on Monday night, and they fired his ass the next day. And when New England picked him back up, and the way New England's using them, I mean. I have to give credit where credit is due. Belichick, he, he's a, he's a douchebag. He, he's a loop. He's a boob. But he's one hell of a coach. Corey one Dillon. Hell of a coach. Remember Corey Dillon? Corey yeah. Dillon, exactly. He knows how to get give malcontents to shut up and conform and perform and, and do well. I mean, that, I have to give credit to him. He's a he's a Paul Fame coach. He is. He just is. He just is. Um, and the thing is, anyway, we're we'll back about, and ahead, so. yeah. I just think about the fact that the Steelers, with their strong team and strong coaching staff, if they had been able to shape him, you know, because yeah. the thing is they just gave their arrival, you know, a, a puzzle piece that they needed. Well, 
Do they right. really need it? Because they could stick anybody in their run. They've got how many running backs that do well for them right now? So it's thousands. <laughs> what do you? I mean, what do you do? <laughs> exactly. So, well, at least like I said, at least the, the football gods did not curse us with a Cowboys Patriots Super Bowl. So we at least get to the Super Bowl like later in the week or next week and live mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. So because we have a lot to talk about in terms of matchups. Um, mm. And, you know, that's all I have to say is Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas for Seattle, get well soon. We need you. Stop the Patriot machine. We need y'all to stop the Patriot machine. The, the, I sent the, uh, them cars the today. I sent them get well cars today. Exactly. The dark side. Get You got got to conquer the dark side. That's New England Patriots. Anyway, hey, he must, be, he must be okay. Did you see his yes, tweet? Sir? I said oh, he must I know, be okay. Did you see his tweet? Game. Yeah, I uh, a good game. I'm just needing him to be there. That's the thing. You can tweet a good game all they want. But I need his ass to be 100%. I need Earl Thomas to be 100%. And everything will be right with the world. The college football playoffs championship game. Okay. Dwayne, you called it. You called it, brother. You called it a Ohio State win. On my blog, I, I, I second-guessed I, I myself, myself and called Ohio State as well. I thought I was... Stopping for uh, for Oregon the entire week, um, but I didn't expect an ass kicking. I didn't expect Ohio State with four turnovers and all to still beat down Oregon the way they did. I mean, yeah. and that again from one coaching boob to another, from Belichi to Urban Meyer, he's a <laughs> hell of a coach. He's a hell of a coach. I mean, he's another D bag, but he's. Hell of a coach. He he does his, he, he's a damn good recruiter, and he's mm-hmm. an even better offensive mastermind. Well, you can win with you no know, the first, second, and third string quarterbacks. What he's been winning? Are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> That's just Urban Meyer's man. I hate to say it, but he's the man. He just is. And with that kid Cardell Jones, and by the way. What a typical brother name, Cardell. You know that, 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 that that's a that's a uncle like that's a crazy uncle's name at a family reunion. Cardell, Uncle Cardell. Cardell. Um, <laughs> but you know he, but this, this brother he did this, he did the same thing. He's coming back for another year. If I was Urban Meyer, I would start him over J.T. Barrett. J.T. Barrett's younger. He'll be the man in a year or two when when Cardell Jones leaves. But. I thought that Ohio State outsmashed them. I thought that Ohio State manhandled Oregon. I think they revealed Oregon to be soft. I thought that they exposed Mariota. God bless him. He's a nice kid. That's a, that's, that's a gimmicky pastor that he is. And, you know, it's one thing for Mariota to, to get the ball over to receivers when they're five yards open. But if you have, like, the speed and the physicality of Ohio State when they start knocking him around, to see how mortal that he that he became. So, um, what are your thoughts? I saw with Lupe this time. Your thoughts on Ohio State, Oregon? Was the matter with Ohio State? Did we underestimate Ohio State the entire freaking year? Did we overhype Oregon? What what gets? Wow. <clears throat> yeah, I watched the game. I watched all of the playoffs, and I was <clears throat> amazed because nothing that I thought. 
what happened should nothing I thought should happen would happen. I mean, I came into right. it thinking that TCU should have been there. Okay, I thought that. Yeah. Um, I'll admit that I did not believe Ohio State belonged there because um, I thought yeah, they were taking a spot from TCU. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. I thought that um, uh, Arkansas was was overranked. I also thought that um, Florida State Alabama? should not have been there. Yeah, Alabama. Yeah, I thought Alabama, Alabama yeah. was was okay. overranked. I thought, okay. you know, honestly, that if they were going to give a number one ranking, it probably should have gone to Oregon, even though I saw the game if they lost. But you know, watching the championship game and watching them get manhandled by the four seeded team um, with the third string quarterback, all I could do was respect the coach. And I'm like, where did he find these guys? And right. you know, for Cardell. Uh, to just sit there at third string and be happy with it and come in and look calm and cool. I mean, he turned the ball over like crazy, but mm-hmm. calm and cool and collected. Never looked like, right. never got um, happy feet, never got overly excited, you know, about, you know, mistakes he made. And to make the plays that they needed to make, and oh, by the way, you know, Mariota, the Heisman Trophy winner, did <laughs> for him coming out of school this year, I, I thought he should have changed his mind. You know, because he's a pedestrian. He yeah. needs to come back one more year, you know, just to, just to add to his lore because he looked really pedestrian that night. So my hat's off to the Big Ten and uh, to um, Ohio State, who I thought that took a spot from TCU, um, one or two spots that TCU could have had because they they played like they deserved to be there. Right. Well, TCU came out mad, didn't they, in that ball game? Yes, it did. Oh yeah, they <laughs> came out mad. Oh yeah, you know they played the way they're supposed to. Unlike Baylor, uh, uh, you know, with with with, with Coach Al, Art Browse bitching about Baylor being there because they did beat TCU, but Baylor played the sisters of the poor compared to TCU's out conference schedule. Um, so it's way yeah, true. My man. Uh, yes. What what are your thoughts on the uh, national championship and the playoffs as a whole? If you want to go there. Well, you know, one thing that you did point out, you know, and that's been actually pointed out to me a lot as of recently, that I am a genius, or that at least I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> by, by making that call, actually, I, I, that that call is kind of contradictory to what I said on my show uh, a week prior, uh, saying that Oregon was going to win. I actually picked them on my show uh, to win that game. I was uh, mesmerized by the allure of of Oregon's offense and, and how dominated that they were until I, like, once again, did some reading and did some research and came to your show and and, and let my knowledge be known from what I found out. And I, I guess the number one thing I should have realized or, or fall back on was the stereotypes. As much as, <laughs> not to get racial here a little bit, but, you know, I, stereotypes, me and stereotypes, I love stereotypes. Regardless of how wrong or how right they are, I love stereotypes, especially when it comes to sports. One of the stereotypes that you think about when it comes to the Big Ten, Big 12, SEC guys, big physical. You think Mm -hmm. Pac-12, you think West Coast squads, you think finesse. And I I didn't want to fall into that, but that's exactly what happened that Monday night was, was that, they were out, man. They, they got they were outpowered the entire game, and, and it looked like in the third quarter, Oregon just gave up, and, and mm-hmm. they, they didn't they didn't win the war. They just 
<laughs> they weren't about that business, boss, and, 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 and just tapped out. Even with the four turnovers that they got on Ohio State, they just got – what is the running back's name? I, I, I can't remember his name to save my life. But he sure put up well over 200 – yes. He put up well over 250 on him on the ground, and then you got a 250-pound running back running down your throat. They just gave up. And and, and I got to give it up to um, Ohio State's defense for – even though the offense will give up a turnover, their defense will come Mm -hmm. out there and and, and put them on a three and out and and, and would not allow – Oregon in that high-powered offense to score. Exactly. And that's the thing. And speaking of Ohio State and running game, most of that kid is Ezekiel. I forget his last name, but that kid Ezekiel Everett, almost that's his name. Name. won that game for him. I'm sorry? I think his name is Ezekiel Everett. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, Ezekiel Everett. Yep, that's, that, that's exactly right. He, he single-handedly, he, I don't want to say single-handedly, but he had a big hand and beating not only Oregon, but beating Alabama. That kid yeah. is is a gamer. That kid has heart, he has skills, and he's only a sophomore, I think. He's not a junior. Yeah. I think he's a sophomore. And and the thing is, again, this goes back to Urban Meyer. Now, when you go back to the sports stereotypes, if you will, the Big Ten has been it's known for big guys, plotting guys, but since Urban Meyer's been in Ohio State, and and and, uh, and you know he's been he's brought in power and speed. Lots of it. Hank Elliott, that kid is fast, quick. Yeah. You know he's not a punk. He'll he'll, he'll run you over. He won't run around. He'll run you over because, and he's not that big of a guy. And you have, you know those those linebackers that they have. You have you know. Your play is fast, speedy receiver. He's bringing the speed to the Big Ten. He's doing basically what Rich Rodriguez, Rodriguez was was supposed to do at Michigan: bring the speed in, and and they're trying to be a total dumpster fire, but bringing the speed to go with the power and to and to compensate for what uh, 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 um. The former coach, the the hostage former coach, is not trust man, but but uh, but what about was doing Ohio State with uh, the likes of um, uh, that quarterback and um, a bunch of other players. I can't think of the names for some reason, but you get my point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. So basically, let's uh, you know, I, I I wrote a blog. About a rant about it's pretty much like an apology to a house state and the Big Ten because, like you, Lupe, I thought that before the, before the Wisconsin, I thought that Ohio State should not have been in the discussion because mm-hmm. it lost to Virginia Tech. The immortal Virginia Tech Hokies so finished unbeatable before winning seven and six, but they were nothing more than mediocre. To get yeah. beat by 14 points by a team that finished middle of the pack at the ACC of all conferences. So, I mean, credit to the coaching staff at Ohio State and the players for not giving up on the season. But still, mm-hmm. I stand by and I stand by this. I thought that the Buckeyes had no damn business being in the discussion because of that one loss until they beat down Wisconsin with the first and quarterback. 
then you can you you you, you can't ignore that anymore uh, at that point. But nevertheless, I think the Big Ten is going to be held up better next year, especially with Harbaugh coming on board at at, at Michigan. And you know, they're still going to do their thing, and it's going to be great. They're still going to be doing their thing in Michigan State. Wisconsin mm-hmm. will still be Wisconsin. It's going to be awesome. The Big Ten. It's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward. And just think about this. If there was, if we were still saddled with the BCS, we would have seen Alabama and Oregon play. Well, I, mm-hmm. well, people will argue Alabama and Florida State because they're one and two in the AP poll. Oh, that's right. They did have two polls. Mm-hmm. That's 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 a beautiful thing about the playoff, and that and, and that's, that's great about. It. I'm glad you mentioned that, Chris, because. That's one real reason why, and I've been a BCS guy for a long time, sitting there saying it was better than the previous system when you had just two polls to tie in the national championship <laughs> and the bowl tie-ins. You know, I was that guy for many years. But to your point, the playoffs, I mean, the BCS would have given us the two losers in the semifinal round. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it wouldn't have been the true – let them play it out. But let me just leave y'all with this, just 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 just, just to get you out here with this one question. Um, do y'all think with the success of the playoffs, do y'all think it should eventually go to eight, or dare I say sixteen, or should you stay at four? Should you stay at four? I'm, I'm gonna let Chris handle this first because I, I got mine, and mine is a little drawn out. Okay. Well, I think they should. I think they should go to at least to eight teams. Um, okay. I, the, the thing is, I, just looking at the schedule, um, the championship game was only what? It was only a week later than they would have normally played it anyway. Uh huh. Sure. So I, I, I think an eighteen playoff would have um, been more fair. And again, I'm sitting here looking at what TCU did, and I'm sure there's at least one more other team that could have. Not not going to say Baylor, but they could have been. There was at least one other team that probably could have been there that you know could have mm-hmm. done well. I would I I prefer eight team playoff. Okay. Maybe okay. even six, but I prefer eight. Okay. Uh, Nash, what say you, brother? All right. Well, you know, well, not I don't know if you guys know or not, but there was talk, or there there's popular opinion as of right now is that they should move to six and have oh, number six. one and number two get a bye while okay. three, four, five, and six play on. Okay. With that said, you know me, Scott, you know my background, HBCU. Yes, sir. Uh, FCS, uh, Division Two. I know how they do it. And they've done, once I started really getting into it, you know, 16 teams, and then they've grown – to 20 and 24 teams, I can't see a 16-team playoff. And, and, and mm. I, would, I wouldn't have an issue with 16 teams. Um, and I still haven't heard a legitimate reason why 16-team playoffs would not work. I just heard, oh, uh, I, don't, I don't like 16 teams. Hey, if everybody else can do it, why can't, you know, the FBS do it? And, and it wouldn't be a situation where all your conference champions will get in and you wouldn't have any yep. question about your, your at-large guys. You, the, the, the question and the debates would be tossed out in, in terms of why didn't this – no, it, it still would be there. I take that back. 
the, the questioning on what at large teams will be there. It will always be yeah. there because there will always be a question mm-hmm. of why is this team and not another team. But had it been this year, TCU would be in, Baylor would be in, uh, Ohio State would have been in, potentially Michigan State would have been in. Um, Georgia Tech would have been in. Georgia Tech would have been, been in. You know, so a, a, a lot of quality teams, and then we would have gotten different matchups and different styles, which probably would have made the, the playoffs a little bit more interesting. Even though this fourth team was very interesting and very, very uh, 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 dramatic as well, because it, it, it made yeah. you watch. And, and it was very right. compelling football as well by teams that we didn't think would be that compelling to watch in this situation against the teams that they beat. So I, I'm thinking the 16-team playoff would be my limit. And, and, and I don't know if they're, they're claiming that a logistic issue would be there. It can't be because, like I said before, FCS and Division Two do it. So why not them? I, 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 what, what, you're telling me that, that the, the, the lower, uh, uh, I guess, division guys' bodies aren't worth as much or, or they have the capabilities of taking more punishment? I, I don't buy it. I, I don't. I mean, I understand that you, you will come across more, more injuries or whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's part of the game, right. and that's what happens in collision sports. But, right. you know, I, I, I personally won't be satisfied until they increase that number until at least eight. But uh, I would love to see a 16 team. Well, here's why a 16 team would never happen. It's I know why it won't happen, you, but tell me why. Yeah, and you made that point. is because it involves everyone. The, yeah. the playoffs, playoffs, that the, the, the playoffs <laughs> is a is a big boys thing. It's a power, uh-huh. it's a power five baby that they conceived of ESPN. Okay, mm-hmm. those other five conferences, no matter how good for football they play, the MAC, the the uh, the, the uh, Mountain West, Sun Belt Conference USA. I know I'm missing, I know I'm missing another one, but who cares? Um, Conference USA, <laughs> I think, but. You know, actually, independence. I'm sorry. Because in a minute, and if this keeps up, Notre Dame may be forced to join a conference. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at too. They're trying to keep it all to the. Well, by, uh, by that I mean the Power Five is going to keep it all to themselves as much as they possibly can, and we all know it. Which is yeah. why you're never going to see happen now. That would be a true playoff. As a BCS, yeah. as big as a BCS honk as I am, as exclusive as I've been known to be when it comes to college football in the postseason, that's a true playoff, 16 teams, because you got all 10 conference winners and mm-hmm. six wild cards, probably the six best teams are not to win the conference. Yeah. Okay? And you could set up like a home field situation. Could you imagine this? I mean, dig this one. Can you imagine, like, Marshall University, Marshall, when in the when the conference USA? Could you imagine them hosting Georgia Tech in the playoff game or Mississippi State? You know how big that shit would be for the campus. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how large? And, and, and everybody's gonna watch because it's gonna be the classic underdog against the Power Five. In, in this case, uh-huh. the SEC. People are gonna watch that. And could you imagine yeah. um, what else? Like, okay. I don't really know what the hell is going on in the Sun Belt. Maybe other, maybe Troy University. I mean, who cares? But, um, I, like, I guess in the MAC. Um, who won the MAC? Do y'all know who won the MAC? 
I really don't no. care about the fifth, yeah. <laughs> I can't I remember really who won the match. I really can't. Can. Well, let's just make let's just okay, let's just make, make a team up. Northern Illinois. So if Northern Illinois win the match, imagine them playing Michigan State. First of all, that's gonna be huge because it's region it's a regional thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. secondly, again, um, can you imagine that? Can you imagine that for me? That's gonna be dope. That's gonna be yeah. dope. But even if they do a seed from one through sixteen, have the top seed Alabama hosting. Uh, well, actually, no, that's a bad example. Like, say the fourth and fifth seed, probably who? Like, um, damn it, who? Like, not with. I don't want to say Wisconsin. Maybe, uh, maybe Mississippi State. Maybe Georgia Tech. Or, uh, uh, well, well, well. Actually, this, like I said, Wisconsin playing at Florida State. That's a four and a five game, four and a fifth. Yeah, that would be tight. You got two power schools going at it, from power East going at it. It's must see TV. The Raiders will be off, be out of this world. The yeah. Raiders will be, will be astronomical, and everyone will be making a whole lot of money. It's not about money to be made, but that's the problem. Again, everybody, the word yeah. everybody will be getting a share of the pot. The power five doesn't want that shit. They want all to themselves, and everyone knows that, which is why you would never see a 16-team playoff. Never. I would be shocked to tell they expanded, they expanded it beyond eight to, to, to maybe ten. I would, you know, there's no other way to explain it. I agree. Teams never I completely agree. 16 teams never happen. It would be funny if it happened. Because again, that would get Boise State in the mix and everybody else. Who would who would want to see Boise State against one of the big boys in the playoff game? But that's not a hit on there because unfortunately it'll never happen. Now I will see. I could see it extend out to eight, maybe six, but but more than likely eight. But if they do go to eight, I will hope that they will have the first week of the playoffs at the conference. I mean, at, at the uh, school's home field because. You know, there are not that many bowls to go around to have them yeah, that's, do, like, two weeks in a row. That's like a week's like that, that would actually be the best way to do it. That would yeah. be actually the best way to do it would be to have the first two rounds at the higher seeds home field. Right. It has to be that way. It, would, it couldn't be any other way. It could not be any other, any other way. Um, but, yeah, but to me personally, I thought that – I thought that four teams were exciting as hell. I thought that the way the college football playoff committee released the rankings every week, like 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 on a weekly basis from the middle of the season on, was fantastic. It built drama. It made for good theater and debate. And I think that they should keep that going. Now, again, I wouldn't be necessarily opposed to six, okay? I wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, get the first two, the top two teams, ranked teams, a box. I wouldn't be opposed to that. But as much as a 16-team field would be fun, I think it would be enough. Not to quote an old school 80 show, but I think it would be enough. I think that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We all guys of a certain age, so we know. But I, yeah, yeah, I, I don't think that, I don't think that they should go beyond eight at this point because to me, and again, here I go with the traditional thing. I think it was, it won't necessarily the regular season. I think it would just make it a little more meaningful. 
So I just, I, I just, uh, so as long as they don't do it beyond eight, I'm good with that. Nah, go salty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old school, man. I can't help it. I'm old school. I'm a traditionalist. I'm slow to I change. Know, man. I I'm know. slow to change. <laughs> I'm very slow to change. But anyway, all right, fellas. Hey, thanks a lot for joining me, man. You guys, as usual, you pulled through in the clutch. I'll be home with, uh, with y'all about the uh, Super Bowl preview either this week or next week or possibly something else in between. I'll let y'all know. Thanks a lot, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, fantastic. No problem. All right. Brother, take it easy, man. All right. Those are my guys, once again, doing it, breaking down the uh, NFL playoffs, breaking down the the, uh, actual uh, conference, I mean, I'm sorry, the college football playoff, national championship, and the semifinals as well. I mean, I know all this talk about generally the college football playoffs being expanded beyond four teams. I mean, there's a ground score for that right now. I understand why, because A, the excitement of just four teams, but B, there's so much more money to be made. But again, I think you don't want to just dilute the regular season out of more and more teams to the mix. I know it makes more money, but again, it'd be fun. It would be fun if it was 16. It'd be crazy. It'd be fun. But the big boys will never, ever happen in a million years. So, that's that, but, but at least going back to the end to, to the NFL playoffs, you know, at least the football guys are not curses with the Cowboys Patriots Super Bowl. So I'm thinking of that. Anyway, my thanks to Chris LePay, Dwayne Ash from the Yard, HBCU Sports, to Scott Burks from the Clown Hour. Peace out, 06. Bye.